0: Welcome to the Pro Sports Talk podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Pro Sports Talk podcast. Um, Today, you're listening to episode three of the podcast, and um, I think so. The Last Dance recently ended. I'm filming. I'm recording this May 19th. It ended the 17th. Was the final two episodes. And so, I think the next two episodes, I want to discuss the show, the documentary. Um, And so, the way I'm going to do it is break down five episodes today, and then five episodes in um, episode four. So, uh, let's get started. I'll go episode by by episode. So, one, two, three, four, five. The next time, it's uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, essentially. So in episode 1, we were introduced to, essentially, the the villain, in a way. So Jerry Krause was made into the villain very quickly. Um, we saw how he wanted to rebuild following the 98 season, uh, get rid of Phil, Jordan, all that. He wanted to rebuild because he wanted credit, and so... That's where that's where it kind of led you the in episode one. That's the idea that they wanted to get out of it. And um, Reinsdorf, the owner of the team, even said that they could go 82-0 and and Phil would be gone. And so it's clear where their mindset was, where they wanted to head at that point. Um, and then the large majority of the rest of the episode... Focused on Jordan's upbringing. And his arrival into the NBA. And so we saw. UNC. um, We saw his. First his childhood. uh, His parenting. Which was great. And. uh, Was a big. Reason why. He was the way he was. His mentality. His success and all that. um, His ability to handle. Pressure. And so. We saw him unc um with dean smith and the the big moment at unc was the game when it shot <clears throat> his freshman year in the national championship game uh, against georgetown and and how that gave him the confidence uh how he said it, it changed his name from mike to michael right and and that that's the confidence that he got and then you also had it covered how Bob Knight who was the coach obviously uh, um he was at that time he was coaching for Team USA which Jordan was part of um, as a college player and he said that Jordan was the best basketball player he'd ever seen and this is before he'd ever played a game in the NBA and so you could see that ability in him uh, guys like Bob Knight could and so it was. It was evident that he had what it took. Um. Then I went to episode two, which focused more around Scotty, and we saw the contract dispute. Contract dispute that the, he had. Um, how he was underpaid seven years, eighteen million dollars. That's obviously underpaid for Scotty Pippen, but me personally, I don't. I mean, at the time, that's what. That's what it was. He just signed his contract. Right before the NBA um, Exploded in popularity Like really exploded in terms of uh, Monetary value, revenue and all that And so it ended up Being a very cheap contract Um, But he did sign it He was warned by Jerry Reinsdorf to not sign it Because if he did Reinsdorf would not let him come back And try to renegotiate And so Um if he signed it it was over, but he did sign it and we saw why um, in his upbringing and all that he grew up in in real poverty and so he had to take the money uh, to give it for his family and all that um, he had a rough upbringing and so and so the the money was financial security uh, immediate financial security as opposed to waiting and Possibly risking injury or something like that And then not having Any financial security And so he signed it And then um, You go to the 97-98 uh, season Like if it goes back to it Because it, go- it jumps around time a lot The show And that that happens Throughout which was a very interesting part of it Um, And so we go to the 97-98 season And Scotty was coming off of a foot injury, and he decided he didn't want to get surgery uh and rehab over the summer because he wanted to enjoy his summer um and instead he decided to get surgery um at the beginning of the season and rehab during the season, and so he missed a large part of the season um This caused a lot of turmoil between Scotty and the front office, and Scotty obviously did not like the front office um Jordan called Scotty selfish for this uh obviously looking back at it he said that when he was being interviewed for the show and so it was selfish uh i don't think Scotty Pippen looked very good uh in the show definitely not in this episode um but yeah it was his decision um and then and then we go this show takes you back to the pre-Scotty Bulls to see what it was like before Scotty got there. And it kind of put Scotty's impact into context. Cause before before he was there, Jordan was was still arguably he was arguably the best player in the league. He was definitely one he was one of the best players in the league. He just didn't have um the accolades, but he did have the playoff series he against the Celtics where he scored sixty-three. And, you know, Larry Bird called him God Disguises Michael Jordan. And, and all all of that stuff. So that was the idea of the showing the pre Scotty Bulls in the Scotty Pippen episode. Because um, then we see that Piffin shows up. And they, they start having more success because all of the load wasn't on Jordan anymore. So the defense couldn't just send three guys on him. Um, especially because the Bulls weren't a very good team at that time. Obviously, Jordan was drafted to of poverty franchise essentially uh a team that had no history uh, no success in the past it wasn't a good team and so that's where it was for him um and then Pippin came it they got better and we see how Pippen also doesn't like Jerry Krause at all which was a recurring theme um most of the players didn't like Jerry Krause because of his ego his the way he acted he was um, he won credit for the organization. And he said, he had a quote, uh, I'm paraphrasing, it was along the lines of, um, this is the best organization in the league. It's a great team, but it's the greatest organization. That's the reason we're winning. And so a lot of the players don't like Jerry Krause and Pippin, one of the main ones. Um, and so from this episode, I really took away that Pippen just doesn't look great. In the episode uh, Because he was just selfish He was In the whole 97-98 situation In terms of the underpaid um, It's not his fault I don't blame him for taking the money Because he needed the money But he also knew That he wasn't going to get He wasn't going to be able to renegotiate And so Was he underpaid? Yes But You know It is what it is um then episode 3 was the the Rodman episode. Um which was interesting. Uh, obviously his backstory how he was kicked out of his home at 18 and and was essentially like homeless until 20 and he didn't have much to do and so he just picked up basketball and he just started playing and he got a spot on a college team um and he just made the most of it. He just he was a physical guy. He just he was a grinder. And so that that helped him develop, and it led him to getting uh, drafted, entering the NBA. Um, He was a member of the Pistons, obviously. Uh, You know, those teams against Jordan that beat him up, he was part of that. So that was interesting, Uh, and obviously Rodman would have to develop a relationship with Jordan after getting um, to the Bulls. Though I'm sure Jordan appreciated uh, Rodman based on their battles um, against each other when Rodman was on the Pistons, because of how physical and I'm sure Jordan appreciated the competitiveness. And um, we also saw uh, the series against the Cavs with um, Doug Collins as the coach, and and the main focus of that series. In this episode, was the um, the game winner, the Jordan game winner on Elo, how he was surprised that Elo was guarding him because he knew he wouldn't be able to uh, to guard him, and so he just rose up and and shot it, and Elo was visibly like you could see he was he couldn't believe it the what just happened, and and yeah, that's what happened, and I thought watching this episode. Uh, I could see why Rodman was the way he was later on. What he de- how he developed into what he became, um, through the anger that he had bottled up uh, bottled up inside of him, uh, over the years from being kicked out of his home, and being homeless and all that. And he just had to grind, and it was just it was difficult, and so he just um, acted out essentially. And then in episode four was the Phil Jackson episode, and and. Also, the the big Bulls Pistons episode uh, really showed the struggle against the Pistons and how Jordan was struggling against them. They were beating him up, and how integral uh, integral Phil was in getting them over that hump. Um, and then also, yeah, obviously, the handshake controversy after the Bulls do beat the Pistons finally, and uh, Isaiah Thomas just also doesn't look very good in this. Uh, the Bulls don't like Isaiah. Jordan especially hates Isaiah, um, and so he just doesn't look great in this episode. The Pistons don't, um, and you also gain a lot of respect for Jordan uh, for how competitive he was in being dead and dedicated to beating the Pistons. How his whole existence was dedicated to to defeating them. Finally, and then he did. He he did it, which is says a lot about him. Um, and and Phil as well who came in with the triangle and helped and the implementation of that uh, helped them get past the pistons and also um, if you pay attention the the triangle was supposed to actually like the idea was that one player wouldn't or well the result of it would be that one player wouldn't really be able to you know, dominate as much it would be more of a team game but Jordan was so like great that he still was able to uh, lead the league in scoring and all and all of that stuff, or you know, have high scoring numbers, thirty plus points per game, and, which is very impressive in that system. And then episode five, which is the last episode I'm gonna cover in um, in this podcast episode, um, it was the dream team episode. Uh, a large part of it and how Isaiah was omitted uh, from the team. Uh, for obviously Stockton, which was interesting, uh, and you could argue—I mean, he in pl- as a player, he deserved the spot, but um, he dug his own grave in this case. Um, most players didn't really like him in the NBA because of how he he and the Pistons, the bad boy Pistons, were, and so it's really his fault uh, to be. Completely honest, in my opinion at least And then we also saw their um, series against Croatia And uh, Kukoc And how the Jordan Pippin wanted to be Kukoc so bad Because Jerry Kraus uh, loved Kukoc So they were like, we're going to show Jerry Krause That he doesn't know what he's talking about here And um, they did the first time they played against each other But then the second time Kukoc actually played pretty well and gained um, their respect in a way, in a sense. Somewhat, I guess. And then we also saw uh, Kobe with Michael and their relationship. And um, especially in the 98 All-Star game, how uh, Kobe was a first-time All-Star. But he wasn't even a starter at that point. And still, all the other All-Stars, Jordan and all the other guys that were established, they had so much respect for him as a, as a, play- as a com- player, a competitor. Um... And they were talking about him in the locker room the the little laker boy right and then Kobe even said that he wouldn't have gotten five rings without m j and his advice and all that so that shows the relationship they had and what they meant to each other which I thought was very interesting and um that's gonna conclude this episode of the podcast covering the first five episodes of the last dance um uh please listen next time episode four of the podcast to hear the The rest of the breakdown. My thoughts on it. And so. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for. Thank you for listening. Or for watching. If you're watching the. Video version. Of it as well. Uh, And I'll see you next time.